you are aware that the story uh, is a rehash story. It surfaced in 2006, the allegations which were made. And I think uh, since then they've been repeatedly made in public, carried by different media houses, to an extent that uh, there were investigations done by law enforcement agencies. Parliament were aware at that time. There were even joint investing teams, which now the sitting president established a commission of inquiry into so-called arms deal to deal with some of these allegations. And one would have hoped that uh, the invite was extended to everybody, both in South Africa and internationally, who has any proof in the allegations about bribery and so on, would go to the Judge Serity Commission and make those uh, allegations. And perhaps the judge would invite anybody on the basis of the credibility of evidence presented before him to invite anybody or subpoena anybody to come and testify. Mm. And I think it's unfortunate that the Sunday Times opted to rehash an old story and make it a newsworthy, not even to use the available platform, which is now the Serenity Commission. Otherwise, we think that it is just to, to fan flames as opposed to really making sure that we deal with allegations but uh, Mr. Kodwa, that this story is 10 years old doesn't make it credible or less credible. I mean, it's out there. We need to deal with it as, as, you know, as, as we see it right now. So, so the latest is that uh, th- this story really doesn't hold. Uh, I agree with you. It doesn't, but the fact that now we have a platform uh, to which everybody who might harbor such allegations must go to a platform. I just explained that uh, the president, given a number of South Africans who were making these allegations in the past, many of whom have appeared before the commission already to present their evidence. And I think it would have been an opportunity for Sunday Times and all the people who are giving it, uh, their sources to come to the security commission and present it. It does not kill the story, the fact that it's old, but the fact that at least the difference there is another platform, hmm. credible legal platform, a judicial commission, where we can make uh, this presentation and actually deal with the truth of this allegation um, once and for all. I'm glad uh, you're saying that uh, it's a credible commission because it's been uh, discredited by a whole lot of developments there. I mean, commissioners pulling out and saying that they are told to tow a particular line, really. So some people will be skeptical to submit any information to, to the Serity Commission. The point is, it's very easy to make allegations in public. Mm. And it's another when you're asked to present evidence. What we have seen and observed is that people enjoy public space, enjoy to make very uh, or erroneous allegations against individuals, wild allegations against certain people. And when asked for evidence, and my own observation is that even people who thought they really have evidence, some of them have crumbled before the commission and actually withdrawn certain statements of the allegation they have made, and I'm not already preempting the outcomes of the commission. But I'm saying it's very easy, on one hand, to make wild allegations about somebody, and when you appear before a judge who asks you for factual evidence, not rhetoric, not statements, not preambles, and I think that is a difficulty. And other people opt for other reasons to remain and peddle these allegations in public other than to go to the commission because in public you are not asked for evidence. You are influencing the public discourse without any substantive uh, uh, the allegations with something okay. shaded or testing their truth. Uh, the 2016 is the big one for the ANC. The the, the support uh, base here in Gauteng has dwindled somewhat. You drop by uh, almost 10% here. What is the strategy now going forward? Well, as part of preparing for 
the mid-term review policy conference of the ANC called the National General Council. We need, among other things, to look at, uh, to do an introspection of our policies. Isn't it, uh, is it our policies that uh, have impacted on the decline? To what extent have some of the policies we have implemented, both as government and as a party, have actually impacted and contributed to a decline we have seen, not only in the last election, but since 1994, in fact, even before 1994, uh, yes, 2009, we've seen some decline. It may be important as a party, honestly, frankly, we do that introspection. And I think we're worried, uh, like any other organization, we're a living organism, we're influenced by internal and external factors. To what an extent, external factors, pressures into democracy, our people, they are beginning to be impatient with some of their expectations, as you are aware. When people are oppressed for a very long time, what they would have expected in 1994, freedom to many of our people would have meant houses, jobs, education, and so on. And what an extent have we and our people attained those aspirations? Mm. And 20 years on, to what an extent have we made uh, lead as, as, as a governing party implemented the, the objectives and aspirations of the people. Well, that is a challenge I think as the ANC we must face honestly. And, and, and I guess that, that remains to be seen. But thank you very much, Ezekota, for talking to us. He is the ANC's national spokesperson.